everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record... Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Pay us money. If you can't do th- what was that? I said, pay us money. No. Oh. <laughs> if you if you can't afford to, you can still post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, I've got a Pence update. We yeah. were, we were asking before, you know, what he's planning, and what he's doing. I, I got a I got a little bit of an update. Uh, also, I, I have a, a story that uh, Karen put in about a poop cult. So, mm. gotta gotta mention that. I feel like you mentioned that last week. No, I didn't know about this last week. Oh, so, no. this is a new poop cult. <laughs> <laughs> so, first, some follow up. Uh, Trump has lost his attempt to uh, appeal the $10,000 a day fine for being in contempt of court. Uh, so currently, I don't know, it seems like some of the days are missing, but he's up to $90,000 as of Wednesday last week. So it's it's counting up pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, the, basically they filed and said, well, we need to delay this until after we get a ruling because... If we're found innocent in this ruling, then the contempt of court doesn't apply. And the judge went, no, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> was Rudy arguing um, that case? or <laughs> no? I, I, I don't know that it says who was actually making the argument for <laughs> You can't for charge him. me with contempt, because if I win this case, then that undoes your contempt claim? Right. Right. You're still in <laughs> contempt. It's a different issue. <laughs> oh, man. He is unhinged, and somehow he has lawyers that will argue these things. Supposedly, uh, there was, I saw a ruling today, something about his lawyer went down to Mar-a-Lago and looked underneath the bed and in the dressers and, you know, in the end tables. Put this in the legal document. I went down there and looked in the dressers at Mar-a-Lago and couldn't find any documents. That's their legal argument. Dressers? Yeah, dressers. Okay. Granted, granted I was in a random room that no one had rented, but... <laughs> right. Yeah. Didn't say, you know, looked in his desk, but are on his desk because he likes piles of shit on his desk. <laughs> We're not to the shit story yet. Sorry, I jumped ahead. <laughs> are we at so the story? In any case. Oh, sorry. Are we at the story where Donald Trump says, "Why can't I shoot protesters in the leg?" No, I didn't actually put anything in for that. Oh, but, okay. Come on. But yeah, that came out. What's the What's the guy's name? That Esper. Yes, Esper. Mm-hmm. Right. Esper has been like, "Hey, guys, just so you know," and we're all like, "Yeah." We know. Apology not accepted. If you had done something at the time, I would care about this information. But it's too late now. You can take your new book and shove it up your ass, Mark. Yep. Can we impeach him again? (laughs) Oh, I'm going to vote no, because I think he's learned his lesson. Oh, okay. What? They lied to me. (laughs) Two impeachments. That's that's more than enough, right? (laughs) Well, what about the one he asked if China was shooting us with a hurricane gun and that was causing all the hurricanes? What about throwing a couple Patriot missiles into Mexico <laughs> to take out the drug labs? They'll never know it was us. Yeah, right, we we'll just, just say it wasn't us. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, none of this is surprising. No. Oh. Hey, what? We're having problems with the Taliban. Well, just have their leaders come and meet me down at Mar-Lago. Everybody was like, what? Did he actually? <laughs> I didn't catch that one. Really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, he tried Mar-Lago and D.C. And they everybody said, please, No. He said Camp David. Take me to, bring him to Camp David. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. That's much, much more. Well, I do, I do remember that. I do remember <laughs> the Camp David thing. <laughs> Was he like, is there any way you can charge him while they're staying at Camp David? <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford his rooms. He's all right. Spe- um, so <laughs> all of my all of my news feed was swamped with this still this week. And I get it. I know why. But. I got a tons of ton of stories about the uh, Roe v. Wade, mm. so let's let's head into it. Uh, the first thing that I have is on religion dispatches. It is a article um, talking about 
what the impact could possibly be. And in the article, it says the court could have decided a case like this at virtually any time, but waited until it had already gutted the Voting Rights Act in Shelby County from 2013, and it had upheld partisan gerrymandering. So basically, the the whole argument is they're doing it now because they can't be voted out in a lot of cases. A lot mm. of the GOP is nicely tucked away in gerrymandered districts, and the impact would not be as strong. So those previous decisions that gutted the voting rights gave power to the conservative white Christian who would otherwise be overwhelmed in a demographic tide to get them out of office. And it continues on to say that Alito's opinion attacks women, LGBTQ. Uh, They will not stop until conservative white Christian men are a special privileged class and everyone else sits in their second class cars, um, turning us into a Christian nation. More so? Hmm? Right. Yes. Like this isn't happening now or they need to be in charge er? <laughs> in charge er. More. Oh. Way more. No, I think I think it's more that it's it's already on we're well on the way of this becoming, you know, 1950 again. I mean, they, as far as that sort of class thing goes. God, if we only had some warning that they were <laughs> right. actively working against us to turn this over for, for the past year- 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't believe this hadn't occurred to me like last week when I was like, oh, this motherfucking Republican, blah, blah. and I'm like, man, how many times did we have a chance to, to codify this? You know? And we didn't. Yeah. And we didn't. And we just, I mean, like, they actively. Out in the open, we're like, we're going to get this. And everyone else was like, eh, what can we do? We'll just well, see. Yeah, it's, an estab- it's an established precedent. It's right. safe. <laughs> yeah. The institutions well, we built aren't flimsy and based on nothing. Yeah. I think, though, that the, the reaction by some Republicans is somewhat telling, though, in that they wanted to keep the outrage machine rolling. This is not good for a lot of Republicans that are in more moderate districts. It, it's going to turn a lot of people away from them. And they know it, which is why they didn't want to do it. They wanted to keep up the tension and the fight and the outrage machine, not this. Well, sure, there has to be some attrition, but Ray was just pointing out, oh, they've yeah. taken care of most of that. Right. They've done the math. They have, yeah, this is, this this really, I mean, this this really knocked me on my ass. This mm. is, this is Mitchell, Sheev Palpatine, McConnell's absolute masterstroke, and good on him for playing a perfect 50-year-long game. Mm. There is yeah. an article on Slate. You, I mean, you, you talked about the origins of where this came from. I wanted to mention this. I moved this up in the list. Um, an article on Slate about the quote-unquote original sin of the re- religious right. And the movement did not start – like there was not a religious right anti-abortion movement until well after Roe v. Wade was in place. That It was after that that it became a – huge Republican deal. But what they did was, according to this article in Slate, they capitalized on the pre-existent majority of Protestants and Catholics in order to support um, the, the idea that abortion should be, um, should be fought against. And the, the, the majorities and the reason the majorities existed was because of school segregation. Mm. Originally, when there was uh, segregation in schools, there was a movement to to stop it, to say that there was a scientific study saying that this is hurting our populace and, you know, for various reasons. And and there was a gathering. Um, it started in the Southern Baptist Convention. There's a gathering of Protestant and Catholic groups as to unite as a Christian front to make sure that segregation remained in schools. Now, that failed. But it was that same gathering, that same, you know, grouping of people as being Christian in order to get something done that was then used and, and, and mobilized in order to continue the fight against abortion. Or started I a thought new, that, yeah. I thought it was very interesting and kind of telling that that, that was the organization that was, that was used to, to try and make the fight on abortion. Hmm. People that wanted to keep segregation. Sure. Right. Hey, Republicans play to win. They do. That is true. Democrats. Do. I don't know what. I don't know what the fuck they're playing for. I mean, right now at least they have a a a rallying point with abortion, but it, yeah, they've wasted so much 
time and energy. Nah, who cares? What have they done for us lately? Well, I mean, it's I a mean, good way for them to raise fucking money. I know that. It's a good talking right. point. But, uh, I mean, this is crazy. Like, why can we not play dirty like the rest of them? Well, I think a big reason is because the Democrats are, don't have this united front. There are so many wishy-washy Democrats when it comes to the abortion mm. uh, topic. They're like, well, you know, we don't really like, like they, they, they're willing to back down on anything. Yeah, because they're fucking scared. Meanwhile, the Republicans, they don't give a shit who hates them. They do right. not care. Why can't we have Democrats that are like, fuck you. I don't care if you don't like me. I think abortion should be legal. Go fuck yourself. Because the greedy, do-nothing, centrist power that controls the Democratic Party sees what happens when – saw what happened when the Republicans reached out to their extremists for extra votes and extra support, and they won't – they won't they, – they're, they're so scared of going down that – road to be like, hey, we need more progressives and more active. They don't want any of that. They would rather lose and do nothing to hold on to what they have. Mm-hmm. That's why that the the congressman, he's out of Texas. He's very much in favor of this bill. He's a Democrat. I want to say his name is Henry Kular. Quaylar. Mm. He's a he's a Texas Democrat and he's being there is a new Newish progressive candidate running against him, and all the established Democrats are like, "Nope, got to stick with Henry. He's the best. We can't have these radical, you know, liberal leftists coming into our party and mucking things up. Because then we'll we'll lose another seat, and then another progressive will get in, and then it'll just yeah, they are which, which is a stupid argument because the Republicans are already labeling anybody who's got a D behind their name as being the you know, radical pro- socialists, progressive radicals, whatever. Right. So it's it's not going to affect that. Your fear is is unfounded. No, yeah. their fear is that this person won't toe the corporate line. Yeah, and that's and an important point. It's not. It's we we can never forget that it's not the Republicans versus the Democrats. It's the politicians versus the people. There are some politicians who we agree with a little bit more, sometimes a lot more, but it's still us versus them. Right. Every no, time, Jared's right. It's 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 barely even that. It's the rich versus the poor. Yes, that is the only true divide we have in this country. Because yeah, these Democrats that are against you know they're, they're until starting with you know the Tea Partyists, but mm. you know now evolving into this MAGA nightmare that we have. Yeah, Republicans and Democrats for a hundred years were virtually indistinguishable. Yeah, and now uh, you know each party is allowing their not allowing the Democrats are trying to prevent, you know, a more extreme side of their party from from gaining momentum, and they are successful yeah. because they are content to do nothing. Republicans are also content to do nothing, but not nothing, nothing. Yeah. But this <laughs> judge let, plan, this but, judge plan was brilliant, and mm. they let their freak flag fly, man. They embrace oh them now. We need that. Get behind fucking AOC and and everybody else, you fucking idiots, or it's over for all of you. Yeah. The AOC was one of the exceptions, her and her crew. They actually do speak for the people and not for themselves. So I've got to take a second to empathize with you there, Karen, because that's what I do when I try to describe that, because I am so unwilling to say the squad because it is presented in such a (laughs) negative, inappropriate light, Mm. Uh, but they don't have any other easy to, to say names like the Freedom Caucus or whatever... Other, you know, fake QAnon thing they have on on the right. So I'm like, I'm not going to say the squad because that's bullshit. That's just fucking brood. <laughs> yeah. Having said all but, that, what has the squad done for us? Um, because from what I understand, they're pretty quiet on this as well. Unless I miss something. I don't know. I mean, what? What? I don't know what expectations you had for them. I mean, they uh, are representatives. They don't represent us. They represent their districts, and there's, you know, they're representatives. So their districts are. A little corner of New York City, in you know, yeah, I'm not, case. I'm not, I'm, I don't think they're. I don't think they're the heroes that we need, <laughs> right? But <laughs> they seem marginally less awful than everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess so. I don't know. I'm losing more and more faith in this party, and I feel like it's over. If they don't start fighting dirty, it's over. Well, I, I think there is a. There's a glimmer of a possibility that a bunch of people are really pissed off at the moment and will go and vote where they didn't before. Possibly. 
I'm not giving it a great deal of hope, but I'm giving it a glimmer. But but, but I was just told that they're all nice and locked up. In some now, places, yeah. A lot of them, yeah. Not yeah. all of them. So there, yeah, we, it turns out 50 is all you need. Mm. Unless you're stuck with Joe Manchin, then you're fucked. <laughs> right. So we've hit a lot of these different topics, but I wanted to include a bunch of, of articles. Uh, first thing on Scientific American, there's an article about the impact of being denied abortion, uh, the impact of uh, not just of an individual, but of society. Um, I mean, the, the, there's a long way to go, but just some of the highlights in it. If you force a woman to have a, you know, to have a full pregnancy, first off, yeah, I mean, just imagine forcing somebody to undergo a really significant medical procedure without their permission. The, the whole liberty of the individual is thrown out the window with this. But then you get into the financial stuff. Having a kid is expensive. And if you didn't plan on having a kid, you're not ready. You're just, you're not going to be prepared. And that impacts not only them, but their families. And then you have the, the idea that the kids growing up who was not really wanted and the, the impact that that has on the psychology of not just the kid, but of the family. And the, it just extends. And it's just a, uh, there's link to poverty and, and unemployment, um, to healthcare. Like there's all sorts of stuff. And it's in Scientific American had a, a good article details it out. Um, so I thought I would mention that. Well, one um, of the footnotes in the, um, in the leaked Supreme Court, um, ruling was that there is a shortage right now of infants to be adopted. So this addresses that problem too. How is that a problem? Because rich people can't adopt little white kids right now. That's a problem. There's a shortage. Yeah, I would like to think that a shortage of kids hmm. waiting to be adopted is a really good thing. Right. Yeah, you would think. You would think it's, that, yeah. It's, it, it's not a business, people. There's not a... Oh, but that's you where you're wrong. About, it is you don't a business. Worry about, Money changes hands. Ugh. <laughs> uh, yep. I hate this country sometimes. <laughs> and the risk to the, to the mother. Yeah. I mean, the people that won't be able to get abortions are the poor people that don't have problem, pro, you know, appropriate nutrition to carry a child to term. So the, the, you know, the maternal mortality rate is going to go up. We're already higher than most industrial nations because of the shit healthcare in this country. So yeah, it's all bad. There is a article on religion news service about uh, an exception. There's an exception about all of this. What is it based on religion? Mm. And what religion is it? Judaism. What? Hmm. <laughs> what? So the idea is that it, that Alito actually mentions the idea that there is a uh, Jewish practice of allowing abortion. And this was an exception that was that is mentioned that Judaism allows and requires abortion in many circumstances, mother's well-being, um, a lot of your normal common sense exceptions. But because it's done under a religious guise. Oh, well, we can let that happen. So religion is still going to be able to overcome. Well, yeah, they're allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Such, such bullshit. Not a shocker. <laughs> no. Now, granted, if that was a Muslim thing, though, uh-uh. Yeah, and don't even think that, um, the, the, what is it, the, the satanic temple? Satanic temple, what is it? Th yeah. Their argument will not fly. <laughs> That's not a real religion. Another thing from the religion news service that I thought was interesting, white evangelicals are who oppose abortion uh, and from a religious standpoint. There's nothing um, in the Bible about abortion. Actually, Sorry. the only thing in the Bible about abortion are instructions on how a priest should perform it. Right. Um, and it involves gathering dust off of the tabernacle floor and uh, having her drink it in a fluid concoction it's really weird um but magic is evil anyway another thing um uh, one of the gop kind of gave it away blake masters uh he is a senate candidate gop admits that he wants to block access to birth control it was on the website where he says he's 100 percent pro-life roe v wade was a horrible decision and he pledges to vote for federal judges who would understand that Roe and Griswold and Casey were wrongly decided. And Griswold is a case where a couple 
a married couple uh, were having problems getting contraception. And Griswold established by the Supreme Court that um, birth control is a right. Uh, it's a matter, should, it's a matter of privacy. should not be impeded by the government. Right. It's a matter of privacy between you and your physician, you, you know, within your family. That We, are, we talked about that, that one, the Connecticut one, a couple, couple, two, three weeks ago, or six weeks. <laughs> Something like that. It's, it's COVID time, whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, some of them – now, it is – since it was brought up and he was asked questions about it, he has pulled that off his webpage and is now doing the whole – run around, you know, verbal run around trying to not answer all these questions, but clearly why? We're not done. <laughs> right, why? What what's what are you scared of? Because the, the like argument didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, the arguments haven't been made yet. The the troops have not been rallied. The 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 ad campaign has not begun yet. He he jumped the gun. We'll get there. But he didn't do it by much because we mentioned McConnell before and how this is part of his master plan. Uh, on a, in an interview on Saturday, McConnell, answering questions about the Roe v. Wade thing, said it was possible, if the court guts Roe v. Wade, that a national abortion ban could be possible. We we might look at it. If they get back in control again, you damn well know they will. Yeah. That'll never happen. Just sit back and cool your heels and relax, all right? <laughs> now give yeah. me $100, all right? <laughs> Let me assuage your fears by giving by you giving me money. Then I'll represent you accurately. Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Let me show you all my fancy ice creams <laughs> that I bought. We mentioned the Democrats before. Uh, last thing that I have on Roe v. Wade is an article about what Schumer is doing. He updated a version of the Women's Health Protection Act in order to try and get it to pass again. This comes well, down to Manchin. He's not trying to get it to pass because it won't pass. He's trying to get everybody's vote on paper as to what they <laughs> we support. How, we know how good that does. Mm. So the what he modified is there was a large portion describing the whys and wherefores as to the the idea behind the Women's Health Protection Act, which included and would actually codify Roe v. Wade into federal law. So right now, it's just a Supreme Court ruling. Right. But if the if legislation were put in place, you could actually make it a law that would make abortion legal. And that's kind of what this act is going for. But in the act, it had all the, the details about the scientific studies and why we would be doing this. And what he did in the modification was remove all of that to make it more palatable to the more conservative or centrist-leaning Democrats. And a lot of... Reproductive groups are unhappy with him because of this. This is generally done because you want some background in order to know the why as to why this law is in place. So that if there's a legal argument, you can look at it and go, oh, well, they did this with this in mind. So that's, you know, that's how we're going to rule. So removing all of that would make it more, you know, make it easier to create loopholes, basically. But, but what yeah, does it anti- make? Yeah, it's, Manchin is anti-abortion, so it's not passing anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. It, it's just to get the votes on paper. Schumer's trying in his own mm. Schumer way. No, they're not. This He's is, playing they politics. Know this, they know that's not going to pass. It's oh my god! It's just to get more money. <laughs> it's to get more money so, and to and to and to play politics to perhaps get more Democrats, maybe. So you can get a little snippet for an ad in November. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Wait. It, Oh, God. I, I'm just so... I'm sorry. I'm real downer tonight. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. As soon as Schumer gets this vote on the floor, Nancy Pelosi will send a strongly worded letter <laughs> to someone on the Supreme Court, and that'll show them. And after this vote, like he said, there'll be nowhere to hide. We'll mm. know where your stance is, because that affects people. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to uh, another a political podcast, and... They were talking about the hit job. I don't know if you brought up uh, Madison Cawthorn again in the show. <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't remember actually. I was going to, and I don't know if I put it in or not. Well, I know we talked about him last week, and <laughs> the other shoe has dropped finally. Right. Um, and it's clearly being leaked out by somebody <laughs> over there in oh, his sure. own party who wants him out. And they asked the question, like, "Why can't we get a hitman like this? 
Why can't there be fucking videos of of Schumer or not Schumer uh, Mansion or Crescent Cinema just doing something stupid? Just somebody doing a hatchet job on them to get them out to do something. Well, I think in Mansion's case, you'd probably end up with a Republican because I mean, West Virginia is a pretty so, Republican what state. Diff- oh, what, what difference, difference does it make? It? True. You're right. <laughs> he he tends to oh lean more Democrat. The difference that it makes. Oh yeah. Not anymore, does it? <laughs> I don't know who's going to die. Ugh. Clarence Thomas and Alito look like shit. They do. <sighs> These people are holding on with pure evil. Yeah. Oh, All sure. right. I'm not so optimistic <sighs> to think that either one of them are going to drop dead, fingers crossed, uh, you know, in the next year. But, I mean, that's it. That's that's how it's better than a Republican. I guarantee you she is not a, the, you know, Justice Brown is not a justice without Manchin. Mm, sure. Mitch McConnell uh, has so. already said if they take back the the House or the, if they take back the Senate, um, Biden will not get a single additional judge through. Nobody. No kidding. Yeah, he's blocking all of it. <laughs> Next two and two and a half years. I got away with it once. I'm just going to say I'm going to get away with it in the future. Of course right. you are. All right. Final thing that I have is a quote from Robert P. Jones, who is a member of the PRRI. This is the Public Religion Research Institute. He said that the decision, if it if it the overturning of Roe v. Wade, the decision would not be about abortion. It represents just one, albeit powerful, part of a multi-pronged, desperate effort by a shrinking and aging group, while they still still wield power to impose their vision of 1950s white Christian America on an increasingly diverse nation. And I mm-hmm. think that really sums up the exact thing. The white Christian base is struggling as much as they can to maintain power, and fuck, they're doing a pretty good job of it. They are. Eventually, they'll all die off, though. So, Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's uh, that's all I got about Roe v. Wade. I think that's about as far as we can go down that tonight and still have listeners. So uh, <laughs> moving on to – this is – there's a little bit of a funny in it. Uh, oh, I don't, there's no funny in this at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, only – it's very little – uh, but Ferdinand Marcos Jr., son of the dictator of the Philippines, um, has won presidency again in the Philippines. Now, I say dictator. He was elected, and mm-hmm. then he declared martial law for 14 years and completely – How did he, how did he spell martial, though? <laughs> <laughs> Correctly, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Not like, not like the superstore? <laughs> Correct. But – um. Yeah, the only funny thing in in this is that the guy's name is Bong Bong. I don't hate that part. You're right. Uh, apparently, that's his like nickname. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, bo- the, I mean, the Marcoses stole like half of the wealth of the of the country. Yeah, billions yeah. of dollars. Yeah, in shoes, partially. <laughs> yes, and most and, of the country still lives in poverty because of it. Yeah. Yes, and their last president was. <laughs> An out-of-control borderline dictator. The fact that they would digress further to the child of two full-on dictators? And and not just that, but Rodrigo Duterte, who is the person who is president, mm-hmm. um, yes. and has – they're looking into the fact that he has executed 30,000 people in the last six years of his presidency. Jesus. <laughs> um, because of his war on drugs, he just right. – and and it's it it is a war on drugs at least partially, but he also throws in anybody who opposes him. Suddenly they were dealing drugs too, and oh, they were executed. So ex- it was extrajudicial, extrajudicial killings too. It wasn't like you went to court and were found guilty. They just shot you on the street. The police yeah. were empowered to just kill people. Yeah, right. So any political rivals, they, they have drugs. Yep, I had to shoot them. So. To add to the fact that Bong Bong Marcos is now president of the country, did you see who vice president is? Vice president oh, is Sarah Duterte Carpio. It is the daughter. Oh my gosh! Of Rodrigo Jeez. Duterte. Wow. No, they don't. They don't run together. They run separate. They don't run the together. They were voted for separately. <laughs> what the hell, Philippines? What are you doing? <laughs> if you, you think get they a, had change- a choice, I feel like they didn't have a like. I feel like doesn't matter what they did, it would have wound up this way. I think they did have a I mean, choice. What was their other choice? Manny Pacquiao? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm sure there were other choices, but it doesn't matter if they voted for that choice. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Sure. Right. I hear you. 
I think it was more of a disinformation campaign. I think it, it was, mo- it was, you know, it was the, the classic what's happened in this country. You tell people 7,500 times that Trump is a fantastic person, then you get a Duterte or a Marcos or a Trump. A Marcos, apparently. That's, that's, no matter how shitty his dad's rule was, that tells me in – all right, so he was out in 89. So this means – yeah, this means Barron can run with no issues. Hmm. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Other than the gloriously remembered name of his father. So there was a definite, Karen, you mentioned a disinformation. There definitely was. And I, I would encourage people to watch the last uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, who goes – he goes into the history of the Philippines a bit. And they they actually had some school kids. They asked them about the, mar- the period of martial law, the 14-year period of martial law. And all the kids were like – yeah, this helped us. This was a good thing. It right. made <laughs> it made the Philippines more prosperous and wealthy. <laughs> I mean, these kids actually think that. They that's the that. level of disinformation that's been going on in the Philippines. It's a, it's a total brainwash. Well, they're kids, though. <laughs> right. It's just that there's that much information out that these kids all well, know the truth. That is a complete lie. They're being taught it specifically. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty again, amazing. It's a good blueprint for what we're working towards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't you see DeSantis made it a, a mandate to have uh, Victims of Communism Day in Florida? God, in I saw place. that. It's like June 7th or something? Victims yeah. of Communism Day. What the hell is that? I don't know, but I thought Man. that was weird. Yeah. No way. That. It's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, I just got to ride this out. Because sometimes it occurs to me that I'm a middle-aged white conservative, so... I have nothing to fear. Go, the, DeSantis's 2024 run is going to be amazing. <laughs> he is doing everything he can to even to out Trump Trump. Yeah. He's like, you guys love Trump? Let me take it to the next level. But he's smarter than Trump by a long shot. He's yeah, still- but they don't, lo- they don't love him like that. They don't they love, love smart. You got to hide that. Yeah, they don't love him like that. He's True. also not smart. Like, he's smarter right. than Trump by a long shot is an extremely low bar. <laughs> Super smarter than fucking Trump by a long shot. <laughs> right. Right. But uh yeah, that's I mean that's that's the everything he does. I don't think he cares about anything other than, you know, his own future success. So yeah. This is I read gonna a story be... today that some that there's a, a high school out there that has one of their yearbooks uh had pictures of some of the students in it who were wearing rainbow t shirts that says love is love. So they pulled all the yearbooks so that they could edit out those pictures. Wow. That's critical race theory. That's critical race theory. It is. Love That's exactly people. why they're doing it. They're worried that it's against the law now and they can't risk it. Oh, wow. If you're not waking up every morning hating somebody, you're doing it wrong. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of crazy elections, moving off of the Philippines back to the United States, specifically Indiana. A man uh, running his GOP candidate mm. local primary election in uh, Boone County, Indiana, won his spot from jail. Uh, he oh. has been arrested for murdering his wife. He was arrested in March. Um, still won. So that's, Is this the that's guy what who, we're facing. Is this the guy who locked the girl up in the basement? I don't think so. Well, because uh, I heard about a guy running who locked his wife up in the basement for like two weeks. Uh, she was her body. His wife's body was found in a creek near their home after she filed for divorce. Yeah, she had filed for a divorce because he was cheating on her, and uh, so he killed her while running for office. Was arrested and then won. Now, if he's convicted, he will not be able to serve in office. <laughs> um, and another point to this: he did get sixty votes. He got only sixty votes. Oh. And he was running for three primary seats, and there were three Republicans. So it was kind of a given, but still, he still got 60 votes. Okay, if it's only 60, then I'm going to assume these are people who didn't know. I'm right, going to have to assume this. Or just vote <laughs> yeah, R. No, or. these are people who... Oh, wait, was this for the primary election? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that's sketchy. Alphabetical? No. Will Holt. He just alphabetical at the bottom. <laughs> who knows? His name is Andrew. The sort of thing name. going on. It's amusing. Mm. All right. Another uh, political thing. Uh, Mike Pence, I mentioned him in the beginning. 
What's he doing? He's campaigning, and he's kind of campaigning against Trump. So he was doing a, and he's not really campaigning. He's doing like a, how's it going out there kind of thing. He's he's visiting sites, trying to figure out where his base is and what his possibilities are. But he's doing it in a in a way that he's. It seems to be anti-Trump. Like he's well, I mean, he's Trump would not have lifted a finger if his mob had tried to kill him. So right. I don't really blame him for that. I mean, listen, from what came out last week, I think they tried to. Yeah. I did not I did not fully understand that whole car story mm. that went on. <laughs> that Trump's own fucking Secret Service might have tried to kill Mike Pence. Or just got him away from the the um the Capitol building so that they could declare that the vote was invalid and couldn't happen now so they had to go to plan b and plan b was that trump was going to be in charge again <laughs> that was part of part of the plan was that he would not be able to you know uh, codify the the vote whatever that thing that they were doing and so since certify? that code yeah not, certify. certify certify yeah certify he wouldn't be able to certify the vote and that um then they would have to send it to the delegates in which case it's in a you know they had enough that Trump could then be voted in by the delegates in the House. I don't know exactly the details, but you can look it up. <laughs> it's part of the plan. Well, Pence. Well, good luck, Mike. Good luck, Mike. Yeah. So it, while in South Carolina, he stopped by a Baptist church. He told the congregation that he especially wanted everyone to pray for the five justices listed on the leaked opinion and that they would stay strong. Uh, he also took time to appear. At a crisis pregnancy center, which is again a fake, fake. abortion clinic. Uh, it's a you know if you're in crisis and looking for an abortion, you should come here so that we can talk you out of it. Yeah, it, we've talked about them before. He he made sure to to show up at one of those in order to support his anti-abortion movement. Um, so I think he's trying to figure out what his base is, like who he <laughs> needs to appeal to, that sort of thing. I it's way too small. Nobody likes him. <laughs> he's not going to get the Trumpians. He's not going to get the centrist Republicans. He's certainly not getting any, any Democrats. His, his, you know, the people that like him is like 12% of the country. Maybe. So that's what Pence is doing. Hmm. I feel Pence, like... That, oh, that, that, that fucking coward, as quoted by our own president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he has no path. There's no way. I, I agree. I, but... I mean, that's the thing is, like, when we were talking about the Sanders reform, like... What a shit show must be going on behind the scenes there as far as the Republican Party trying to figure out what they're going to do. Sure. Since, uh, since <laughs> Trump has not really made any announcement officially, they have to have somebody ready. Like, I just feel like there's going to be money spent that could be good or just could be thrown to the wind for no reason. And then it's like, do you even run anybody against him? Right. He's an emperor wannabe. At Right. I mean, it's like it's. I don't. I don't know what you do. Like, what if there's like, like, what do you do if it's like Trump's just? You know how he likes to stay tuned. Next week, you never know what's going to happen. Right. And he keeps doing that. And the meanwhile, they're like, well, we got to get out there and do something. So but, you know, the normal idiots start running into the fucking fray. But Ted as soon Cruz. as they do that, he he will attack them, so they can't. Well, I'm just saying, like, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to have debates. They're going to have to have signs. You know, I mean, like, just they can't sit there and just let Biden run the show. They've already pulled out of all the debates. They're not going to debate the Republic, the Democrats at all. Well, regardless, I'm just saying you got to do something. Yeah. Right. I, and I, say, I, I, I mean, DeSantis is clearly making a fucking move here. Sure. Right. So when that happens and, and say Trump does announce, which I don't think he'll do, do they just all just bow out at that point? All that money's just fucking wasted and gone? Yes. You really think so? I don't think it's all wasted because it's still all about personal branding and name recognition. And yeah, I think that anything you do now will have to, you know, if you're lucky, you're going to get to make a run here in 2024. But if Trump torpedoes your 2024 run, uh, you know, he has no viability beyond 2024. And so then someone like DeSantis, he can he can wait another four years. No big deal. That's true. Right. I, He's younger. Yeah. God, right. I, I can't all, wait. I, all, the, all the campaigning he did, all the publicity just, you know, keeps him in, in the limelight. I mean, he's good. 
he's going to win easily re-election here in the next couple minutes, I assume. Yeah. And remember, it's all about the money in the pocket anyway. I mean, all the time that he's not officially campaigning, but campaigning, he's just putting money in his mm-hmm. pocket. Yeah. Yeah. No money will actually be but, lost. Right. But, well, okay, I, I, I just meant like, you know, like who's going to donate if they don't, you know, if you don't know that Trump is going to run or not. You're like, well, should I waste my money here or should I give it to – but whatever. Like – as far as DeSantis goes, like it's pretty clear Trump does not like him. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. I, I don't know I, if you I saw. I bet it. he feels similarly about Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, Probably well, more I, so. I think that well, we all know that they all do, but I'm just saying Trump <laughs> is the one who's like, like, can DeSantis run? With I guess so. It doesn't That's matter risky. what people say. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, even if he bows out, like, you know, like it's still Trump still gonna say something. You know, I mean, he could tank the guy. I mean, if he doesn't like him, do you right. want to get it? You don't want to get on his bad side, right? But you could always run against Trump, but agree with Trump all the way that you're, while you're doing it, and say, you know, yeah. I, I just pre- I present an alternative. But Trump is an awesome guy; he was a great president, you know, and, and just it. suck up to him while you're kind of running against him. I'm just waiting for those Republican primary debates where there's eight people on the stage and they go, "If President Trump decides to run." By a show of hands, which one of you will drop out and all eight hands <laughs> all go up? All eight hands go up, yep. Yeah. What a bunch of cucks. Yep. It's the only safe move, though, because otherwise he'll crush you. <laughs> God, why can't he get struck by lightning or something? <laughs> That'd be nice. He golfs right. a lot in Florida. Mm. I'm going to move on to, uh, I think we've mentioned this guy before. I'm not exactly sure, but we have, we're not moving out of Indiana. Um, we're, we're still still in the Indiana phase. Um, <laughs> First Baptist Church in Indiana uh, Hammond, Indiana, is uh, it's a mega church, and a previous pastor, Jack Shop, went to prison a while back, and it, it, that impacted the church quite greatly. The numbers went way down, and the reason he went to prison, this was back in 2012, um, the church just suddenly came out and said Shop had been fired. Uh, he had forfeited his right to be pastor because he has uh, committed a sin, and. Then it came out that, oh, he was under investigation, and the church didn't want to be associated with that. And the investigation was because he had been grooming a 16-year-old girl who was a member of the church. And at the time, that's fine, because the age of consent in Indiana, 16. Hmm. However, during the course of him grooming her and telling her that, uh, you know, she was a special one and that Jesus wanted them to be together, um, he decided to take her to a couple other states and Oopsie. spend time with her. Are you using air quotes? <laughs> and as it turns out, not all of those states' legal ages is 16. Hmm. So he crossed state lines and... It became a big thing. So he got sentenced to 12 years in prison. Now, why is he in the news feed now? Because he should still be in prison? Oh, because he's not in prison anymore. Uh, without announcing the why or or any reason, uh, on May 4th, he was released. Hmm. Now, he had made the argument that his parents were, were getting old and that he had to take care of them. And the previous time he'd made the argument, he was still denied. But then he was just spontaneously released with no fanfare or reason as to why uh, on May 4th. What was his original sentence? I mean, did uh, he his do original least- sentence was, was 12 years. And he got out in what? Two months? Yeah, no, it was, it was almost 10. It was almost 10 years. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's okay. that's that's not un- uncommon. Well, that's you would good, think good that, behavior. <laughs> but no, he had mm-hmm. forfeited all of his good behavior stuff because he had done some things in jail, in prison, that uh, were not looked fondly upon. Apparently, he had fondled a woman in jail while uh, being visited. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. So his his good behavior stuff was all removed. Uh, hmm. There was something else. I don't remember what it was, but he had done a couple things and been they, they violated the terms of his good behavior. But uh, yeah, it was just released anyway. So, hmm. I mean, he, he is a white Christian, so they do get special treatment. Talk about not being able to control yourself or learning a lesson. Right. right. It's supposed to be punishment. So you learn a lesson and turn yourself around. He's like, I can't well, I help think it. Everybody was just looking. Well, again. Like we've been talking about, the primaries are coming up, 
and the midterm elections are coming up, and they found someone who had the exact same qualifications as Matt Gates. So <laughs> they thought, hey, another Florida congressman. Yeah. <laughs> Just in Indiana. Yeah. Eesh. Or they're uh, like, we knew Madison. Or Florida, you don't have to be from that state. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. You can be a billionaire Connecticut carpetbagging piece of shit. Roll on over here and <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna Senator. we're gonna uh force Cawthorn to retire anyway. There'll be an opening there. Oh, yeah. Since Matt Gates doesn't seem to be paying any price for what he's done. Right. No. I can't think I that. do like that if you're this guy, you can be like, Hey, could you let me out of jail? Why? Being in jail's inconvenient and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, okay, you're free. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm still trying to get over he fondled a woman in print. Like, what? <laughs> what is going on, dude? Rapers got a rape, Jared. <laughs> Why do you think you're going to get away with that? Oh, no, nowhere, nowhere did it say that the woman being fondled didn't, didn't, you know, wasn't participating as well. Oh, okay. it was just oh, a okay. violation of his, you know, you of, don't, yeah, uh, don't touch <laughs> visitors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but even still, like. This guy's knee, he's like, yo, just pop a titty out, man. I just got to touch a titty. Like, <laughs> I'm just wondering just what his game plan was. I, I've never really caught. been in long-term prison. I don't know. No, I no, I get that. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like, why fuck around with that? I mean, there had to have been more than just that one incident. I can't imagine, you know, touching a titty one time in visitation gets you off of the never, you know, puts you on the never to be paroled list. <laughs> so there had to oh have been more. Jesus. So you got warned and kept doing it? <laughs> and there had to have been something. Oh, God, please stop me from grabbing boobies. I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, it said it, it was cited in an incident where he lost his good time credit because uh, for for nine months, mm. because he was caught putting his hand under the jacket and in the crotch area of a female visitor. Well, nine months off of a twelve or what was it? A ten year sentence? It was yeah. 12. I mean, twelve. Okay, twelve, 12 year yeah. sentence. Most people get out at about you know fifty percent of their sentence, fifty sixty percent. So nine months off. Psh, that's nothing. He got out in ten yeah. years. That's that's worth a titty. <laughs> <laughs> For him, I guess it was. You got to have your priorities. Yeah, he weighed it out and he was like, nope, titty wins over nine months. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The other thing that I mentioned at the top, uh, the Thai Inquirer has a story about the leader of a cult in Thailand was arrested when 11 bodies were discovered during a raid. So they they raided. I don't remember. I didn't. I didn't remember reading actually why they raided the place. But they found eleven bodies, and they only had death certificates for five of them. The, uh, they were raided because they violated land encroachment laws and they broke COVID nineteen restriction laws. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, so. The, the the eleven bodies is not even the weird part, though. That is true. This cult apparently it was a, a thing in this cult. That uh, the members would regularly drink the leader's urine and eat his feces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As part of being in the cult. Yeah. That sounds spiritually satisfying and good science. <laughs> I'm for it. I mean, after I've been sitting around cooking my testicles in the hot sun for 30 minutes with a copper rod shoved up my ass, I got to wash it down with a cold cup of feces. <laughs> I mean, all that is great stuff, and I support fully support it. It I, makes me more manly. It makes me less woke. I am. I, I, there's two things that are sticking out to me at this story that there's just no end to what an idiot will fucking believe. Yep. Or just people in general, and that I am no longer shocked by anything. <laughs> I'm just like, of course they did. Of course they ate his fucking shit. Yep. yep. One of the women was quoted as saying, "There isn't an odor." It doesn't smell bad. Only those with a tainted mind smell it. So if you're pure, it's fine. I'm I'm very curious as to how many times I would have to be hit in the head with a fucking hammer <laughs> to the point to to where I would get to that point where there's somebody told me if you eat this man's feces, you will be spiritual and better. That I would just go okay and not question it. Not one person was like, he wants us to eat shit. What his <laughs> shit? Not, not just random shit. It's got to be his. Yeah. But nope. 
It, the, the craziest part of it is, is, is there there are no two by fours upside the head involved in this. This is just faith makes them do this. Right. But I feel like faith requires a certain level of fucking stupidity. <laughs> well, absolutely. You have to set your, your critical thinking skills aside to follow faith. That's kind of the thing. <laughs> what right, do these people I mean, think about when they're on, in the shower or taking a shit? Like, the, I, I feel like these are the times, the quiet times in your life where you might have a thought like, is there really a God? I mean, it doesn't really make any sense <laughs> when you really think, like, what were you going to say, Ian? I'm sorry. Oh, nothing. I'm having the same the same process that you're having, just, just you know, kind of alongside you. Like, at no, like, or again, when was the point where that person was bathing or relaxing in the evening or taking a shower and being like, uh, man, you know, Islam, Christianity, Judaism, they just... Like, how can you buy into that? None of them eat shit. This guy <laughs> wants you to eat a shit. That's what faith is all about. <laughs> like, how do, how do you make it down to that level? Because uh, there were 11 bodies here. That means there's more than 11 idiots who support this guy's cult. Are there just so many people on the planet that I'm not... The numbers aren't working out in my head? Should I assume that that many people are barely functional? I mean, and that's... You're right, Ian, because the thing is, because if you said to me... Jared, do you think you could start a cult and get people to eat your own shit? I'd be like, no, nobody's that fucking dumb, <laughs> right? Yeah, this Turns man was like <laughs> thousands of people are that dumb. Yeah, yeah, like that's I- crazy. <sighs> that's my issue. I've just been overvaluing human life. Hmm. Actually, I think the world just undervalues education. That's the actual problem. That, but that yes, yeah. agreed. <laughs> yeah, but many Christmas. <laughs> but okay, so but I mean, how old do you have to be? Before you're, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, like children, like before, like someone's like, eat this shit, it'll give you magic powers. You know, like wh- how dumb, or I mean, like what level of adultness or education before you're like, no, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. Well, because I, mean, I feel like if you put it in front of me when I was five years old, I'd be like, no, this is disgusting and gross. The key, I think, I don't know anything about this cult, but if all the other cults we talk about on his, on here, this is not in the pamphlet. Mm. Right. Okay, so you're... They do not offer inner peace and spiritual enlightenment and a ticket to their paradise fake afterlife through shit-eating. Once you realize you're in the shit-eating cult, it's too hard to back out, so you might as well just hold your nose and chug it down. The old sunken cost, right? Mm. Yes. Yes, I'm too terrified to leave everything I know behind. So, hand me a spoon. I mean, it, and I guess it's not that different from what the Catholics do either. The Catholics take a slightly different route. You cannot partake of the body and blood of Christ until you're an, an official member of the church. So you have to be like twelve. So for twelve years, you watch from the sidelines people enraptured. So by the time you get to be twelve, you're like, oh yes, I get to be enraptured now. This is awesome. So I it, imagine some of that too is group mentality. Like, because yeah. I have to imagine if I was five. Okay. Body in the Black of Christ? Yeah. That was a long, right. that was a long time ago. <laughs> right. And right. again. No, I'm just saying. I and, don't and, know and, if this guy is literal about it. Mm. When Karen made that analogy, yeah, sure. The wafer is shit and the wine is piss. Yep. That's all he did. We went, oh, look what they do. I'll just tell them that they're prophet. You need to consume my body and drink my wine. Slightly different display, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. Right. And it and it and again, it could just be like one. If you're actually skeptical about this, and you look around, and there's 20 other people dining down on this guy's crap, right? You might be like, "Well, I got to fit in." Right? Yeah. They look enraptured. Right. I got to join them. I'm not quite old enough yet, but when I am, damn, yes, I'm doing right. that. Right? Or yeah. Well, I'm not even saying. I'm just saying, like, they serve it up, and they're like, "If you eat this," and then of course, like, when there's more people than pe- people not doing it, people tend to start doing it. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. There is a groupthink mentality at work here. And again, I'm hoping, or, you know, if they want to be successful, they probably do not advertise it as such. Like, oh, services is over. Grab a shit snow cone on the way out and, uh, you know, enjoy. You know, it's probably, they probably call it, you know, they probably have a holy name for it. Mm. Oh, my God. So you're telling this is OT level eight, huh? <laughs> yes. Mm. Where you find that about Xenu. Yep. At least in that yes. one, you don't have to eat shit. <laughs> well, you do. Just- Don't you, though? <laughs> just in a different form. 
And you pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's just a little more literal. Now, about the GIF <laughs> that Grinch McSpooge posted here in the Discord. <laughs> oh. You have, for the first and only time, made my enemy list. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like delicious chocolate ice cream to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about as far as we need to take that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. My reactions to that GIF are there for everyone to see. <laughs> yeah, they're fair. All right, I'm moving on to uh, some coronavirus stuff. Uh, there's an article on Ars Technica that estimates that worldwide we are approaching 15 million people who have died to the COVID-19 pandemic. 14.91 people uh, in an analysis of global excess deaths. Uh, by the World Health Organization. Now, this is not just, obviously, if you look at the dashboard, the number is not that high, but that's because the dashboard's numbers are specifically people who were designated as being, uh, you know, the, the actively dead because of the effects of the, of the, the virus. The, the estimates are way higher than that because of all of the people who, well, this, you know, this person's old and suffered a stroke and died. Well, but as it turns out, they also had the virus, and it wasn't listed on their death certificate. That right, you know, but they all had that a, sort of they stuff. They had a blood clot from because they had COVID that caused the stroke. So it, right. the cause was COVID, but it was a stroke. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there were ten countries that accounted for sixty-eight percent of the excess deaths. Uh, the top well, the five are India, Russia, Indonesia, the U.S., and Brazil. Well, the U.S. hit one million. I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I think so. I I don't think the dashboard reflects that. Mm. But again, it's excess deaths because some right. states did not report accurately. <laughs> right. Yeah, the U.S. excess deaths was nine hundred thirty-two thousand five hundred at the end of twenty twenty-one. So, yeah, mm. approximately one point one two million at this point, according to the CDC. That's pretty shocking. Yeah, that is. That's a shame. If we could have only got those people ivermectin a little sooner, <laughs> numbers would be way down. One mm. analogy said that uh, imagine you take the entire population of New York, Chicago, and L.A., and they all just disappear. Wow. That's the number of people we're talking about. Uh, related thing on COVID-19, the FDA has put the brakes on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. This is something that uh, I don't take lightly because there, there were nine people who associated with uh, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine who had uh, TTS. I forget what that stands for. I don't have it in front of me, but it's it's a um, – Clots. Yeah, it is a – Severe clotting a, disorder. Yeah. There you go. Blood clotting disorder. So nine people have died due to a blood clotting disorder that has not yet been – directly related to the vaccine but because of it, it out. <laughs> yeah you can't rule it out so we're, we're gonna put the brakes on that that vaccine um that's that, good but nine deaths out of millions of oh, shots yeah. though yeah so it's a very low percentage but it still is you know it's still there and we have the have other options so yeah i mean the the rate is 0.48 out of or 0.48 per million doses wow that's pretty damn yeah. low so it is extremely low, but it's still enough for for the FDA to go, yeah, that's too much. So mm. the whole vaccine's going to kill all of us. <laughs> no. Um, oh, yeah. It, I mean, people have been, you know, it, it, it'll kill you in a year. We're beyond that point now, aren't we? Right. Hmm. Weird. Well, no, you get an extra year every time you get a shot. Oh. So you so got to count as, from your booster. Oh. So I, as long as I get a booster shot every year, I'm good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You'll be fine. In more ways than sure. one. <laughs> I have no medical license. Why not put that statement out? <laughs> what are the consequences? None, apparently. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Careful, you're poor. Mm. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> All right, finally, I've got a few conspiracy stories. Um, not, I mean, kind of conspiracy adjacent. Uh, first, Alex Jones. We hadn't talked about him in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, he is now claiming he's a hero oh, because he Lord. tried to stop the January 6th insurrection. Now, how is how how is he making the sleep? Well, you see, hmm. the January sixth insurrection, there were a ton of 
FBI agents and CIA agents in that crowd, and they were the ones who were actually storming the Capitol, and he tried to stop them. He was yelling that 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 shouldn't continue and tried to stop them, which there's no evidence of that whatsoever. The video shows him actually yelling stuff about 1776, uh, trying to get people to be revolutionaries, uh, trying to fight against the globalists. But according to him... He's the hero in this story because he tried to stop them. I was going to say, I'm like, but wait a minute. I thought it wasn't an insurrection, but since it was clearly a uh, false flag operation. Yes, the deep state route. And that makes makes more sense. That's why they were breaking all those windows to get to the Capitol. That's why they had to kill that cop to get to the Capitol to save Congress from the FBI and CIA agents that were there to do cause an insurrection oh mm-hmm. see i thought that they was were true patriots thank see, goodness see i thought that was the cia and fbi to make it look more real they killed a cop no 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 oh, they okay. were coming in through secret underground tunnels yeah mm. he was alerting them of this incursion yeah, the secret and they tunnels. were saving thank goodness but he's not looking for a medal i mean they made an oath and they kept it they're my heroes <laughs> i'm real proud of those boys <sighs> Well, I'm sure people believe him. People lead another dude's shit if you don't do so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of crazy things people believe, there's a a, a conspiracy theory going around that Tom Vilsack, the current uh, uh, Biden's secretary of agriculture, has been arrested. Why was he arrested? Because he had been destroying agricultural food processing facilities in order to create the food shortage. So the reason you're not able to buy your Wheaties or whatever at your local grocery store is because Biden's Secretary of Agriculture is going around messing up the food processing facilities. One, he never did that. Two, he wasn't arrested. Three, the original site where the story came from is a satire site, and it was put up as a joke. But (laughs) QAnon folks took this as a birds aren't real kind of moment. And uh, ran with it. Took a big, hefty bite of that onion, huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't know that it was the onion. It might have been. But that's what they call it, though, when you believe one of these dumbass right. entire stories that you Take bit the onion. Bit the onion. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, last thing that I have is a name that I was unfamiliar with, but came in multiple things in my news feed this week. Uh, the article's on the Washington Post that I put up. Christian... Northrop, Christiane? I don't know how you pronounce that. It's not. It's Christian with an E at the end. So, Christiane? how do you pronounce that? Mm. Um, she is a retired celebrity doctor. She now has New Age group followings. Um, she says that we are indeed at war. It is good versus evil, dark versus light. The coronavirus vaccine, among other things, would she says would lead to an 800% increase in chronic illness for children. She's completely down the QAnon route. Um, I never heard of this woman before, but apparently she is among the Oprah elite. Oprah promoted her on her show. Damn it, Oprah. And, yeah, thanks again, Oprah. Um, she is clearly down the crazy... Um, I mean, way more than than Doctor Oz, but well, Do- Doctor Oz isn't crazy. He's just a yeah. He's fucking- not crazy. He's just greedy. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's a greedy shill. <laughs> this woman Snake is. Oil. I mean, if she would just stick to the new age stuff, she's dangerous. But the fact that she's going down the misinformation QAnon route that makes her way more dangerous. And apparently, she has way more followers than than I would have expected. Not have having heard of her. But then again, I never watched Oprah, so. Mm. So she she appeared a few times touting all the bullshit, and I just thought I would mention her before she makes it, you know, into the mainstream news. Wow. Yeah, she's got some crazy stuff. <laughs> well, since you mentioned it, I'm sure I'll hear about it in the news now, because as we know, <laughs> we're breaking news. argument gives <laughs> and the world takes. Yep. A couple of other things she said. COVID shot is a murder weapon. There's no reason to take it. Uh, she's behind the Disney agenda saying that Disney has an agenda against the United States, the biolabs in Ukraine. Did you see see people running around outside Disney World uh, over the weekend with Nazi flags? Yeah. 
I didn't get the context of what they were doing, but I did see there were Nazi flags there. I, I yeah, did I not. was trying to figure out. I was wondering. I'm like, are they are they pro Nazi or are they <laughs> saying that? I mean, Dis- I thought Disney Dis- rolled on it. Yeah, I thought Walt Disney actually had ties to the Nazis somewhere. Something. Uh, you know, there's always the joke that he hated the Jews, but mm-hmm. you know, who knows for sure? Hmm. Yeah, I couldn't so- figure out what was going on there, but I was like, wow. Disney, <laughs> just... right? And I, I have kind of a follow up to that question to this as as that that is is a question, and it's a legitimate question. When someone says that something like this, that she's like, "Oh, Disney's Disney's groomers, and Disney has an agenda." Yeah. What what are they referencing exactly? Who exactly is Disney? Just the CEO? All tens of thousands of people who work for Disney? Just the people at the park? The people involved in the movies? When Disney, who is that? I want to know specifically who that is. The liberals in charge of it. I, I, I would think that the board of directors is what they're targeting. Okay, so just them. I no, think so. Ian, it's the Disney pentaveret of five oh. people. <laughs> that includes the colonel? When, when he was alive, <laughs> yes. The Rothschilds, the queen. <laughs> all right, you guys got anything else? That's all I've got this week. I not really, but like I feel like one of these days we should probably talk about Ginny Thomas. Oh, we did. We have talked about her did, in passing, but not specifically. Did we? Yeah, we did. We, we talked about these text messages and everything that she sent to Mark Meadows, and yeah, but just in like, passing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We did. We didn't. We didn't hold her over the coals, but she is a very active member in Stop the Steal 2020 and a, ver- a variety of other, uh, you know conspiracies and crimes. Right, because right, that's what made me think about the conspiracy, because she, didn't she text Mac Reynolds and said that the Biden crime family was was put into camps, and if it's true, it's a great thing? <laughs> and it was some fucking weird QAnon, you know, when, when Q was doing his drops, and yeah. any day now, we got them! The, the Biden crime family's in the camps. Yeah, she was she was well into the into the queue, and she was involved in January 6th, there's all kinds of, she was texting back and forth with Meadows, <sighs> yeah. We have touched on it, but perhaps we could do uh, uh, more in-depth if people are interested, because it is a pretty right. crazy story. All right. If there's nothing else, mm. then I think that's all we've got for this week. As a wrap-up, uh, first want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be with us tonight. Grinch, Heston Gitson, Hypatia, Tommy, also uh, Alpha, who was here for a while. Do appreciate your feedback and comments. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you can... Support it by sharing it on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, if you want to contact us about something we said or something you'd like for us to uh, to take a look at, you can post on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage people to check out the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network. You can find all of the shows at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, one thanks everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.